You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another uh, E2C Extra episode. I am Auburn Elvis, and I have another update for you on the Auburn Equestrian Program. Now, uh, one thing I really didn't cover in the last podcast that I did is kind of where I'm coming from on this. I am not really a horse person, and so if you are a horse person, you're going to pretty quickly understand that, yeah, I, I'm not really coming at it from this that angle. The way I'm approaching all of this is that... Basically, Auburn is really good at college equestrian, and that is why I'm interested in it. So I have really come into the sport fairly recently. I've uh, been following the team just because we are so dang good at it. I just love the fact that Auburn is the premier program in this and that uh, we are really good. So that's kind of how I've come into it. And so if you're like me, if your main motivation for uh, being interested in Auburn equestrian is because we are so dang good, well, then you know what this is the podcast for you so uh with that let's jump right on in so with uh auburn equestrian we have actually been idle for the past couple of weeks if you remember back in week one we did a three-way meet where we went over to ut martin and we rode against them and then we rode against oklahoma state so in that we defeated both of them we had a little bit of trouble with oklahoma state they were ranked fourth in the nation uh, UT Martin was ranked 10th, um, so we're ranked first, obviously, and uh, we had a little bit of trouble with Oklahoma State, uh, particularly with those final rides uh, during the day. Uh, the horses had gotten kind of tired, and they just made better adjustments on riding on those tired animals than, than our riders did, and so they made it close at the end, but we, we pretty much, uh, you know, ran away with it. So, that's kind of where things were in week one. Uh, the second week rankings came out. We were again number one. Most of the rankings hadn't changed very much. Um, you did see a few uh, changes here and there, particularly uh, where uh, uh, TCU was. They, they migrated up the rankings. Uh, UT Martin didn't drop any for losing to either one of us, and uh, Oklahoma State didn't drop. Uh, they beat UT Martin, but they lost to us, and so they stayed in at number four. Uh, Texas A&M hadn't ri didn't ride that week. Uh, Georgia rode against um, Sweetbriar in an exhibition and beat them, and so everybody, for the most part, maintained their positions from the week one rankings into the week two rankings. So, uh, but even though we weren't riding uh, in the week two sessions, uh, there is still some Auburn equestrian news, uh, some awards that we can talk about. Now, a couple of Auburn riders were awarded the uh, Riders of the Week honors by the conference by from the SEC. Um, we want to give a shout out to freshman Olivia Tardoff and junior Deanna Green. Uh, they were both recognized for their uh, respective, uh, let's see, one in horsemanship and one in reigning uh, in their performances against uh, UT Martin and uh, Oklahoma State. So congratulations to them. And uh, also, we had a pair of Auburn riders who rode this past week in some international, not international, in some national competitions. Uh, the U.S. Equestrian Fe Federation has this thing called the, uh, it's a talent search program. They have these all over the country. The one over in the east was up in Lexington, Kentucky. Two of our freshman riders uh, rode in that and uh, uh, finished uh, with high honors. We had Auburn freshman uh, Ava Stearns. She finished second overall in uh, 
the there's like a, an amalgam of different events and she finished second overall and then freshman uh alexandra uh i'm gonna mess up this name a little bit but uh pietlet okay that's a bit french and i'm i'm not real good with french but anyway she won the silver medal in show jumping in that uh individual event so congratulations to those two young auburn riders for those uh wonderful national performances uh, and a third thing happened, uh, some recognition for the Auburn Equestrian Program or someone very close to it. Um, if you are if you happen to be driving down uh, Wire Road uh, anytime recently, you might want to say hello to the um, new sign that is out in front of the Equestrian Barn. They had a big uh, uh, ceremony out front where they revealed the, the dedication of this new barn, revealed the name of it. And the major donors to the project decided that instead of naming the whole barn after themselves, uh, that they would decide to, uh, that they named it uh, the Williams Family Barn, of course, after uh, Coach Greg Williams and his family. And this, of course, recognizes uh, the efforts and the, and the work and the success that Greg and his family um, have been not only in the sport in general, but particularly with Auburn's equestrian program. So a great honor. It couldn't happen to a better better dude. So good job, Greg Williams, on that. And good job to the donors for recognizing that. That's hopefully going to be the first of many, many uh, uh, recognitions of, of Greg and his family and all that they do uh, for Auburn. So now... Let's talk about the rankings and how the rankings uh, have changed. Now, what I had talked to you about first was the uh, preseason, the first uh, week of rankings, how those changed into week two. We've recently had some uh, some results from this past weekend that have affected the rankings. Rankings just came out uh, yesterday as I'm recording it. Now, when you're listening to it, who knows how long ago it was, but not too bad. So basically... Um, what you had happen was uh, over this past weekend, Georgia rode against South Carolina, uh, which South Carolina um, was uh, number six uh, in the rankings going into that, and Georgia was number uh, three in the rankings. You had Texas A&M had only done in, uh, inter-squad scrimmage up until this past weekend. Well, they went over to Fresno, California, rode in a, a tri-meet against uh, Fresno State and against... Um, uh, TCU, whoever it was, it was somebody that was, you know, in the middle of the rankings. Anyway, so uh, what you had happen out there, you actually had a very big upset. So they beat TCU 11-4, to so beat the mess out of them. But when it came around to go riding up against number seven, Fresno State, they got upset. Fresno State edged them out. Uh, I believe what happened was in, in fences, uh, Texas A&M had a, had a rider that only got a 40. Usually you get that if you, uh, if you if the horse stops and refuses to go over a fence. Uh, that actually happened over in UTC, uh, UT Martin, uh, not at an Auburn rider, but at a different rider. And so you're going to get a real low score there. If, uh, if you actually veer off and don't do the fences in the right order, you get a zero. So at least you didn't get a zero. So, but that low score cost them that key point. And so they ended up losing 11 to nine. So that would have shifted it right there to be a 10 all tie. If that, if that ride hadn't, hadn't happened. So very close. Um, but boy, they sure did punish, uh, Texas A&M in the rankings because the rankings came out yesterday, like I said, and they dropped Texas A&M down two spots to number four. So, you got Auburn at number one, 
of course. You got Georgia moving up because they really pounded South Carolina. I believe that final score was, let's see, uh, 14 to 5. So, yes, South Carolina did not look good. And uh, South Carolina, well, I'll get to them in the rankings. So Georgia had moved up to number two now. They are number two. Oklahoma State moved up one. So, again, I'm not sure I would have dropped Texas A&M all the way down to fourth because uh, they did beat, uh, you know, TCU, but oh well. Uh, and Oklahoma State, I, I can't, I don't think that they were idle this week, but last week they, they rode against a couple other teams as well. So they're all right. I, you know, okay, if you want to move Oklahoma State up to third, great, whatever. It helps Auburn out anyway because we just played them. Uh, then uh, we got Texas A&M at fourth. You got SMU, didn't move at all there at five, so people moving up and around them. Uh, TCU moved up, which you would, uh, expect they've, uh, you know, they had a win against Fresno, this, this team that beat, uh, Oklahoma state. And then you got South Carolina who basically used to be right ahead of TCU. Now they're right below them. Baylor didn't move at all. Um, they rode and, uh, let's see, I think they rode against, uh, um, SMU. They beat them. Uh, I think maybe somebody else was there as well, but, uh, uh, UC Davis. Yeah. And they beat them as well. So, uh, but UC Davis is unranked. So, uh, then Fresno, Fresno State, sitting at number nine going into that weekend, has that great upset over Texas A&M. Now Fresno State did lose to TCU, but they beat Texas A&M and they didn't move at all. So, yeah, who knows what these people doing the rankings are thinking? And then the thing that just blows my mind is uh, last week you had UT Martin sitting at number ten. They rode an exhibition meet against Miami of Ohio, beat them, and so they won, and yet they they got knocked out of the rankings. They're no longer number 10. So I, I can see where you're looking at, and, and basically Delaware State, which had a, had a win, has moved into the 10th spot, taking UT Martin's spot. And I got a real problem with this because basically if a team wins, you're going to move them down the ranking for that? Is that and the team they were replacing them with didn't have some huge win of major upset. It was basically they beat, I think they beat another unranked team. Um, well, they lost to Baylor, and then, no, they didn't. I'm getting confused there. No, Delaware State. Yeah, they lost to Baylor 12-3. to So, yeah, they got pounded by the number 18, but somehow they're number 10. I, I can't figure that out. What's going on there is that basically what they should have done was they should have moved UT Martin out of the number 10 spot after week one, because they did lose to Oklahoma State and Auburn. Uh, but they didn't do that. They kept them at number 10. And now this week that they won, now they're moving them down. So, But here's the good news for everybody. This has a chance to self-correct uh, because, as it so happens, Delaware State and UT Martin and South Dakota State are all about to ride against one another uh, over at uh, UT Martin. So, uh, the people doing these rankings are either going to look prophetic or they're going to look pretty silly if Delaware State ends up not beating uh, UT Martin, the team that they just replaced. Now, of course, South, uh, South Dakota State could beat them both, and then maybe they'll jump into the number 10 spot. Uh, we'll see. Uh, that's probably what they should have just done. They should have just said, you know what, we don't know which of these two teams are better, so we'll just move South Dakota State in there. But, you know, what do I know? I'm new to the sport. All I really care about is Auburn's number one. That's probably all you care about, so there you go. Uh, now, Auburn does not have a meet coming up this weekend. Um, 
a few teams do. Uh, I was just telling you about the UT Martin meet. Um, that's not of great consequence to Auburn, although it would be nice to see all uh, UT Martin win that because we don't ride against the other two teams that are going to be in that. So it would help Auburn out if UT Martin uh, re- won those and reestablished themselves in the uh, in the rankings. Uh, but what we can look ahead to are. Uh, later on in the month, uh, next week, uh, Friday, October 18th, Auburn is going to be hosting Sweetbriar, SUNY New Paltz, and TCU. So we're going to have a four-team meet going on. Uh, basically, uh, Sweetbriar and Sunny, uh, SUNY New Paltz are uh, Division three programs that are coming into the sport. Um, we're going to be riding against them in just the hunt seat. So that's fences and equitation on the flat. And... Um, so we're going to ride against them on Friday. And then TCU, I believe we're going to ride on the following day, on the Saturday, on the 19th. So the uh, first two ones aren't really going to count. It's that one against TCU that really counts. Although if we were to somehow lose to these other ones, I bet it would affect us in the ranking. But I'll just tell you right now, we ain't going to lose. Uh, because SUNY New Paltz and Sweetbriar, they rode in like either week one or week two, rode against each other. Uh, Sweetbriar won. Now, Sweetbriar did ride against Georgia. I think they had two ladies score some points against Georgia in an exhibition. Um, so they'll, they'll, you know, they'll have one or two riders that are good, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if we actually swept both of those. So, but what's going to be really important is when we ride against TCU the next day, that's going to be a full meet. All of those are going to count, and it's going to count in the rankings. And like we said, TCU has been moving up the rankings. Uh, they are uh, now up to number six. So defeating them is going to mean a lot. Uh, but here's one thing you want to look out for. Remember back to week one when we were in that three-team meet. Once the horses started getting tired, Auburn didn't do as well. The Oklahoma State riders did a lot better job of making those adjustments with a tired animal, maybe not requiring them as much, maybe being less risky when they're doing their rides, doing the certain maneuvers that they're doing in those courses. And so they scored higher than we did near the end of the day. So look for that to be an issue in uh, in this uh, TCU meet. Hopefully Auburn has made the adjustments. Uh, like I told you last time, they're recording all of these rides at these meets and we're going back and we're doing the film study plus it's a home meet so we should have more familiarity with these horses what they're capable of etc so look particularly pay attention to the scores that auburn uh turns in at the end of that second day uh meet and if they if we're still winning those points against the number six team in the nation that's a good sign for auburn that's a good sign that we have um, maybe corrected some mistakes that we made that from week one so that's something to look forward to. Um, now, oh, also, one other thing about those meets. If you are in the Auburn area and you're interested at all about going and seeing what all this equestrian is all about, I encourage you wholeheartedly to go over there to the Greg Williams uh, Family Barn and the Equ- uh, Equestrian Center and watch some equestrian on those days. And if you do that, if you're over there and you're watching uh, this stuff going on, I'm going to give you a special uh, assignment I would love it if every person who every Auburn person who went there made it a their personal goal to find one person from uh, each of these other schools that's either an athlete or a coach or a supporter. Because with equestrian, you know, these family members will will fly around or drive around and follow their daughters as they're competing. So if you see a fan or somebody from one of these other schools, 
go up to them, welcome them to Auburn, and you uh, and and uh, tell them how happy you are that they came to visit us because that is the kind of impression we want to make on these people. We we are the leader in this sport, and we want to act like it. We want to be good hosts, uh, and also selfishly, you know. Uh, Sweetbriar did just visit Georgia, and so we want their impression of Auburn to be even better than what they would have experienced over at Georgia. And one of the ways to do that is to be extra friendly and to be very nice to them, welcome them, welcome them to Auburn. So I hope everybody who's going to go to those meets uh, will will search out somebody, either an athlete or a coach or a supporter of these other schools, and welcome them to Auburn. That that would just be great, and that's really what the Auburn spirit is all about. So uh, that's about all of the um, uh, of the updates here. Uh, basically, you know, just uh, keep a, keep an eye out on social media. That's where you know, of course, you should be following the um, Auburn Equestrian official Twitter account. I follow it, and that's where I get a lot of these scores. If I'm not there in person, uh, it's a wonderful way to follow along and see how we're doing. It actually can be very exciting when you see these scores start coming in. You see us get a point. You see the other team get a point, and you start calculating, oh, my goodness, are we ahead? Are we behind? What's going on? Uh, so, yes, definitely do that. If you want, you can follow me, too, because I, I tend to tweet about it as well. Um, but, yeah, this is a great time to be following Auburn Equestrian. Like I said, we're the best in the country, and so it's just one more thing to be proud of as an Auburn fan. So, I am Auburn Elvis. Uh, Kyle did not tell me anything that I should say as a particular sign-off, so I'm just going to say, well, thank you very much for listening to the uh, E2C Network Extra Edition podcast. Thank you, War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?